you're listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. Hey, hey, night shifters. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, Coach? Look at you being the first one to log on. Look at me. Happy New Year and all that shit. <laughs> all that jazz. <laughs> I'm with UCA. I wanted to get out to the groove suite last night, too. Uh, but we had our uh, full moon uh, dancing under the stars night at the Arlington location. And Auntie Isha was the host. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So by the time we <clears throat> finished with that, I was too tired. <laughs> Eating mushrooms and how it mushrooms, but you gave me an idea, see, eh? Okay, thank right. you. Look at the stuff. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh. Hello. Oh, I feel like I'm so Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. I'm just trying to hold it together. Well, we won't ask you to talk too much so you can at least save your voice for who sang it best and the marital truth. Is it just a bad cold, Reese? So when I came back from vacation, I was fine. And then I worked like a day or two and I didn't feel well. So I tested for COVID and I had COVID. Yeah. You got it again? Yeah. See, I'm, I just um have appreciated the fact that I'm going to get COVID like New Year's because that's when I got it last year. Right. So this must just be my COVID time, and I'm just going to roll with it. But it sounds worse than I feel. Yeah. Vance yeah. and I got over it. We had COVID. We had COVID when we came back. I tested positive on Christmas Day. On New Year's Day? Christmas. Okay. Yeah, and it lasted for like uh, about six days. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the after lasts longer than because I told my husband today, I was like, I don't know what y'all gonna eat for dinner because I've been asleep all day. Oh, so, yeah, so <laughs> let me ask you something. Um, because you know, here in Florida, we just pretty much the rebel state and do whatever we want to do, but in other states across the country, if you have COVID, do you still go to work or do you stay home? Like, what are the rules in other countries? Because in Florida, you still go to work, so it's back to normal. Well, before it was. They gave everybody 10 days COVID pay and you were out for two weeks. So now it's you have to quarantine for five days, like at my job anyway. So they don't want you to come for five days, which is good because we can work from home. Mm -hmm. um, and then after five days, you can come back to work functions. Just you have to wear a mask for the next five days at least. Okay. After 10 days, I guess they, you know, they don't think you sick no more. So. Yeah, pretty much. in Florida, Kim, and we 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 do not get to come to work with COVID. <laughs> the country, probably. <laughs> and they give us our five days. Either you have your five days home, um, <laughs> you're too sick to work, or if you're not too sick to work, you can just work from home. And I wasn't that sick, so I I just work from home because one thing about my job, you cannot work, but it's gonna be waiting on when you when you get back. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love it. 
I love it. Well, let's now that we've welcomed each other back because we haven't all been together since last year. Here, y'all. <laughs> happy, happy new year. Happy so new. let's say listeners. So hey, hey, night shifters, welcome back. <laughs> I'm excited. So we're gonna get the show started. And we missed each other, so we're not going to guess this episode. We're just going to talk to each other, but I'm pretty sure we have enough to keep everybody entertained. Oh, these are my favorite episodes. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, Reese can't talk too much, but I would love to hear if you did. I wanted to know how it went with, if you want to talk about it, your dad's ashes on the cruise. Oh my gosh. It was a wild, emotional roller coaster because any daughter with the dad knows that the whole relationship itself is something else. Mm -hmm. um, but my dad passed away the July, July of 2020 mm -hmm. during COVID. So we sent out announcements and things like that. But it was in the height of COVID where there were no funerals and there wasn't anything. So my dad being the free spirit that he was, there weren't too many things that we were clear on except for he always said he wanted to be buried at sea because his time in the Navy was like the best time of his life. Mm -hmm. So I had a whole lot of problems with the United States Navy. Like they kept saying they didn't have my application or you had to send them in this box and you had to do these things, which when I look back on it in retrospect, I don't think it was meant for me to send him that way because you're just sending your remains. They send you back a certificate and that's the end of that. So my husband had already, he and I had discussed taking the boys on the cruise because no one's opening presents waiting for Santa Claus. So he said, let's try and see what Christmas away from home looks like. So I mentioned it to my mom and she said, ooh, we can just do your dad's ashes, that's it. And I'm like, okay. So then she and my brother and his family booked and we all just made it our family cruise, which sidebar my mom has now deemed the first annual family Christmas cruise, which, you know, means that <laughs> consistent thing. Had a good time. And Cheryl had a good time. But, um, when they take you to do the ashes, they tell you there's no like ministers, no ceremony. You do your own thing. So the, the type A side of me was like, I got to write all this stuff down because I don't know what I'm going to say. I have to be prepared. So my mom's like, no, we'll just freak from the heart. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so anybody who's cruised, this was the most non-glamorous portion of any cruise I've ever been on. They took us down to the first deck to the back of the boat. Um, it's just you being escorted by grass services and security and your family. And they give you as much time as you need. So um, we're kind of sitting there like, okay. Um, and thankfully, my husband and all of his years growing up in the church, praise the Lord. <laughs> all right, you guys, we're going to do the 23rd Psalm. And then he said a very nice prayer from his heart. And then we all recited the Lord's Prayer. And then one at a time, like everybody sprinkled a little bit of my dad. Um my brother did the rest. Like I let him do the rest. Um, and you know, people who know me know there has to be some comic relief. So my son Alex sprinkled some and it got on the side of the boat. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> he didn't want to spend his life on the boat. He wanted to be. 
So um, I couldn't put my hands in there and bring myself to do it. So I let my brother take over for me. But then um, after the emotional breakdowns and stuff, we all just hung out together. And it was nice. Even though it was kind of a downer for a second, it was really, as my brother said, he felt free, like he had done right by our dad. And so, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Well, thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you for asking. It was really, it was, it was a good experience. So, yeah. So, if any of the listeners out there are interested in doing something like that, just drop us a message, and then um, I'll make sure Reese can help as much as possible with what cruise line and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it was really easy too. There's no extra cost affiliated with it. Um, it's very private and personal. And like I said, they say you can do whatever you want. And they had mentioned to me in the plan, if you want to throw roses out there, um, there are some restrictions on how the remains have to be packaged to come on the boat and the documentation you have to bring. But it was, um, I would recommend it for anyone that was interested in something like that. Awesome. So, so that went on the and a fun family time, but also a personal family time. But what did everybody else do during the break? You want to go see A? I did nothing. Oh, those uh, best. I love those. <laughs> uh, we stayed here for Christmas and, you know, the grandkids enjoyed their gifts and whatnot. And, uh, I drank all day. <laughs> yeah. With breath. And it just carried on until, yeah, until I went to sleep and watched movies all day and um, did not have a cigar like I wanted to because for some reason it was 24 degrees that day in Florida. Uh, Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's been it's been cool. Enjoyed the, the long weekend and just hanging out and sleeping in a little bit. And So do you guys do Santa for the kids? As in, like, dress up? <laughs> oh, as in, you know, Santa's coming tonight. Like, and they when they go to sleep, then you put the gift. I don't know. You go like, man, look, we, y'all, y'all have some gifts under the tree uh, when you get up in the morning. Okay. You know, I'm more like Leonard Washington than, than <laughs> anything. So, uh, but, you know, they, they woke up, like, at 4.30, like, they had somewhere to be. Mm. Man. So, you know, they started early with that, but uh, it was good, though. Like I said, I had a good time and just, just kicked back and ate throughout the day and lounged around and watched the Best Man Holiday and tried to finish up some Yellowstone and, and, and some other shows I'm working on. So it was cool. Cool. All right, Isha, what, you, what were you up to? Isha, you still with us? She was howling at the moon. I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isha doing us like she does those Zoom meetings at work. Mm-hmm. She got she them on, her presence known, and then she calmed down. <laughs> Isha went to turn the fish or something. She cooking dinner. And like... <laughs> she went to turn the fish. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't do too much either. Um, I kept for a call from CA or his wife to invite me over, but that didn't happen. So, ah, 
<laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> right? Hint, hint. Can you hear me now? We can yes, we'll hear you now. <laughs> you, you know, you're more than welcome to come over. You know, I, like, you know, we were just in pajamas all day, so it would have been perfect. <laughs> Christmas Day. I don't even remember Christmas Day. What did I do? <laughs> I was in my pajamas all day, too, just watching TV and chilling. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't. That was my plan. I wanted my pajamas day watching TV, but mom was like, no, you have to come. We have to do dinner as a family. I'm like, I'm not coming out. I just saw y'all yesterday. Right. And then my sister was like, you just never know what'll happen. We might not ever have both of our parents. Oh, guilt. My mom and my sister are two peas in a pod. They just like, <laughs> fine. I will come out of the house in the cold and come have dinner with y'all. <laughs> But you didn't do it in your pajamas, right? No, 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 no. And speaking of pajamas, y'all have to check out our new TikTok. Um, well, I was in the process of making the TikTok before we started the podcast, so I will drop it as soon as we're done. And I'll go back to a discussion about that right after Isha tells us what she did on her Christmas break. Well, my my immediate family, we do not celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mother and you know my other family they celebrate Christmas um so I was actually getting sick for the first time with COVID I knew I had them sniffles but I hadn't um did a test yet so we went over and um I think my mom cooks yeah my mom cooked an amazing dinner and we played trivia games on off YouTube hilarious Those are always fun, though. It is always fun. And we were doing things like U.S. history and <laughs> stuff it. like that. And my daddy was a trip. He was like, I don't know. That was like every one of his answers. I don't know. So, <laughs> um, and then we looked at the Elton John concert on Disney Plus, which was really good. It was his farewell tour. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. So. Adding that to my list. Yes. Yeah. The one with her played the piano and guitar. Huh? Is that the one with her? Did Benny and the Jets? Her was there. Mm-hmm. 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 I didn't know who she was, but yep, she was there. Misha, I am gonna get you. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. I love it. Her was there, but I didn't know who she was. I don't know her. I don't know. Who is she? It's like the morning time Don't wanna wake up I just wanna stay in bed But if I'm next to you I'm looking forward to just laying in this bed mm-hmm. Ooh, that never gets old Promise you'll never let go I don't want no one else So we should be chilling back Ain't nothing wrong with that So tell me that, tell me that 
be feeling like you're sighing, lying You know I'm the best diet, be a fool tonight Hey, hey, Night Shifters. It's time for Auntie Isha's Word of the Week. Hey, y'all. It's Auntie Isha here to do the collective reading for the week of January the 8th through the 14th. This week is all about moving forward and moving forward with extreme action. Look, there has been some situations in the past where people have kind of stood in your way. Um, You have had people that basically told you that you were not going to be able to do the things that you wanted to pursue. And you're not looking back anymore. You're not listening anymore. You're going deep within and realizing you have all the tools inside of you that you need. And you are moving forward and you are moving forward fast. And look, you're going to get the recognition that you deserve. Your creative projects are going to come through amazing. So just keep looking forward. Don't look back. I am so impressed with you guys this week. I love all the energy, the high vibration, and the belief in yourself. And look, that was always what you needed. You just need to believe in you. Not worry about what the haters had to say. You, you, you. You are your biggest cheerleader. You are your biggest fan. Keep it going. I love y'all. And listen, if you want a personal reading, just reach out to me. I'm at Auntie Eesha. Uh, on TikTok, just send me a DM and we'll set that up. All right. Love y'all. Have a good week. And just like that, we're back. You're listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. The word throughout the episode, CA, what is your word of the day? <laughs> uh, I think y'all can appreciate this as women. Okay. The word of the day is an orgasmia. Wait, what? An orgasmia. Okay. An orgasmia. I'm trying to write it down. <laughs> right. oh, I want to be creative. I don't know what it means, but I like it. So I'll be curious to how you how you use that in the sentence. I know I know you be quick with it, so I'm sure you'll 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 come up with something. But the definition, okay, is for uh, women that have difficulty times reaching an orgasm despite all the stimulation. Oh, so it's a diagnosis. It didn't mean what I thought it was. Okay. Okay, we're all thinking now. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> we got to the end of the show to use it in a sentence and or guess. Because you know, you know, I, I I hear a lot of podcasts and little readings here and there. Women like you know, uh, it's hard for me to reach orgasm, or you know, I'm I'm pleasure, but I can't just get to the finish line. And it's not him; it's me. And maybe it is. You know, a lot of times women in general tend not to be in their head all the time you know more so than men you know um so you know it could be from various things you know okay. no it's him it's him it's him <laughs> come on <laughs> it's him he a, don't know what he's doing it's him a man made up that word huh <laughs> 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 
explain why he can't get the job done. Yeah, he'll take some pressure off himself. It ain't me. It's it's <laughs> physics. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So we have our assignment, our word for the um, but real quick, y'all, I just noticed that people are now first of all, I thought it was bad enough that everyone's wearing pajamas out of the house. Like oh, that's crazy. I, what's the what gen what is it? The millennials or the Gen Z? I don't know, but whatever it is, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't uh, like it one bit. <laughs> <laughs> but say something here because it was so funny. When I was on the cruise, you know, I, I came off the cruise um before Christmas, and I'm not gonna lie. It was a whole bunch of white people coming off the going home in their pajamas, and I wanted to take pictures and be like, "See, it ain't just us." Aisha, <laughs> it was them that started it. Yeah, right. But they put it all on us now. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> just yeah, I think that's how we grew up. I think it's trifling. Um. I remember when we were younger, y'all, I think asleep was our phase, right? Remember the asleep shirts that were just the night shirts and we wore them with jeans or different yeah. things like that? My mom wouldn't even let you wear the shirt with the jeans outside. Like, that is pajamas. It is inside clothes. Mm-hmm. And on our cruise, it was cute because everybody had on their little Christmas pajamas, maybe for the Christmas brunch. But when it was like 5 o'clock, I just looked at my mom and said, now this is way too much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But it gets worse, y'all, because like I said, we went through the whole pajama phase, but now the new thing is just forget the pajamas and just wrap yourself up in a blanket and go. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, I ain't seen that out with yeah. a blanket, no. I blankets. I was working on, I got some shots of people just wearing the blankets. And, and yeah, so I'll drop that TikTok as soon as the they episode. Snow. Huh? In public. No, it's not a snuggie, it's literally a quilt, a blanket, a crochet blanket, a, a quilt like blankets. Yeah, I don't know, I don't have a problem with it when you're traveling. Yeah. Like, I really don't. Like, if you're in the airport or you're like in a long car ride, I, I just don't see this big problem with it. Like people make out to be like I'm like I don't really care. Now that I I completely agree with because I want to be comfortable while I'm traveling for long rides. Yeah, I'm not gonna walking out and going to the movies wearing a blanket. I might put a little blanket in my bag and throw pull it out after the movie start, but I'm not walking into the theater wearing a blanket. <laughs> too much. Too much. Too much. I don't know. I guess do it so much like especially I used to work at call centers a lot when I was younger and those call centers were very cold mm-hmm. and our um, fat challenge sisters you know because they don't have no they don't have no cushion in layers no fat challenge the fat, yeah, fat challenge sisters they get real cold so they used to come in they blankets mm-hmm. okay. I they desk to pull the blanket out. They had to walk in. They walk. I saw them walk. Yeah, I've worked in some wretched call centers. So yeah, I did see girls in blankets. Oh, oh nice. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just said you gotta have some kind of decor. I don't know. Sometimes you know you gotta you gotta care about what you look like when you're out in public. But I know a lot of young people don't care. They just like whatever you know. They got on their pajama pants and Crocs and. You know, three sides, two two big hoodie, mm-hmm. but bought it on. You know, 
Oh yeah. my God, the bonnet. Oh, that is something else. What is wrong with the bonnet? Like, I'm going to take up for my sisters on this one. You can't wear the bonnet everywhere. deal about the bonnet. The bonnet be worn in the house only. 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 Not only. outside. It's not a fashion not hey Kim, do you remember when we were kids? My mom would be like, Go check the mailbox. I would take my hair down to walk the 40 feet to the mailbox. <laughs> you are not supposed to wear your headscarf outside. Um, I used to teach an adult class at like a post-secondary school, and sisters would get mad at me because one of the classes was geared toward going back to work. And they'd be like, Well, Miss Sharita, it's raining, it ain't raining in here. I'm going to need you to go in the bathroom and you cannot come in this classroom with that bonnet or headscarf. You need to do something to your hair. Mm -hmm. But can I ask this question, Reese? Where do you think those ideas were kind of rooted from? Us not being allowed to wear scars. Us not, be, not, us not being allowed to not look presentable. considered presentable at all times. Were those were those things rooted in racism? I did. Okay. So I see it differently, Isha. I see that the headscarf was a product of slavery because the sisters in the house had them headscarves on and the ones in the field had the headscarf and I ain't wearing the damn headscarf. Got it. I, I, I just can't because I feel like they gave that to us to take away from who we are. But we were wearing scarves in Africa. We were wearing head wraps and stuff in Africa. Yeah, we might have wore ornate, the um, very beautiful head scarves that match your clothes and you were more yeah. than yeah. your regal wear. Mm -hmm. But you got a head, a bonnet tied to your head. I don't sleep next to my husband with a bonnet on my head. Oh, wow. I don't. Yeah. I fuck with you, Reese. Yeah, my boy. Now I'm just saying the whole bonnet thing. Let me tell you, I I literally just got a bonnet a couple of months ago, and I'm not the one that bought it. Hey, uh, see, my girl. Yeah, I, I I just don't do the whole bonnet thing. I'm like, no, especially when I'm with Bay. Like when I'm with him, like you're not gonna see me in a bonnet. You're not gonna see me looking any old kind of way. Mm -mm. Oh but, my god! But okay. he, my feminist side is like really like going crazy over there right now. Like, cause I'm like, fuck him. If I want to go to speak to my bonnet, <laughs> you but, ain't trying to get this bonnet. I promise you. That ain't what you better be working She said, I promise you. She said, I promise you the bonnet is the least of your worries. Bonnet ain't yeah. so <laughs> but, but he put his foot down because he was like, look, you need to protect your hair. That's right. Got me a satin bonnet and satin pillowcase and all, and I'm like, and then through, and I'm like, okay, so now I wear a bonnet when I'm over there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to protect the edges. <laughs> Let me show y'all a hair, a hair sweat out story for the ages. This is why I will never wear a hair scarf or a bonnet to sleep next to my husband because he comes through. We were just getting together. So this is like almost 30 years ago now. And he had this really cute efficiency apartment, but you know, it was only a couch and then it pulled out to his bedroom, but it was this one room thing with a kitchen bathroom type of deal. And there was no central air. We talking back in the nineties. And 
I went over there one night. Hair was just, you know, I'm cute because he's my new boyfriend. So my hair was all done and everything. And I was wearing creamy crack back then. So it wasn't <laughs> like it got nappy. I had a perm. The next morning, y'all, my hair was sweated out. It looked terrible between yeah. the summer, the summer and the sex. My hair was a hot mess. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers this store, so I won't even say the name. It was an old school electronic store. That next day, we were hanging out. The first thing on the agenda, he went to the store and bought a window unit air conditioner. <laughs> and gave me money and said, "Go get your hair done again." Yeah. And that's the moment I knew I was the one. Life with that man. That's it. That's my baby. He the one. Yup, I was getting my hair redone, and he was putting the air conditioner in the window. Okay, and then CA, as a man, what what are your thoughts about the whole bonnet situation? Don't lie, CA. Tell it all. Tell it all. He said, "Tell it all. Let the Lord use you." <laughs> um, so. I mean, me and my wife had discussion plenty of times. She, 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 she tried yeah, slid in there with a bonnet or two, <laughs> you know. You know, and at first I was like, I, I get it, you know, because I'm a black man. I get it. You try to protect your hair and all that stuff, but I said, hey man, having sex and you know, trying to get the bonnet, the, 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 it ain't working. It just, it don't do it for me. It don't do it for me. And she was like, all right. So then she would go like, you know. After she'll put it on to go to sleep, and then I still be like, ah. and with me, she's like, I don't, I don't say much, but she said it's your facial expressions. Your facial expressions say everything, and I'm like, I'm just not feeling the bunny, man. I mean, I get it, but let's just get some satin pillowcases. How about that? Yes, is that a you know is that a you know we can work fifty fifty on that. Fast forward, now I have locks. <laughs> <laughs> You better not. You better and, not. Yeah. and I have a uh, do rag. Well, so first I started with the do rag because you know the the chick that do my lot. She said, "Hey, you know, just start. need to wrap your hair." I laughed on the inside because I thought about the bonnet and how <laughs> I was giving my wife shit about the bonnet. But I said, "Hey, we got to protect this hair, right?" So now I'm two years in, and I, I got this uh, satin. Uh, it's like a turban, mm-hmm. little head wrap. I put on. I just like. Okay. How the tables have turned, but my shit is fashionable. There you go. Oh, that that's his shit fashionable. But, but my shit is fashionable. It ain't just some orange so bunny. If I was a boy, I would run you into the ground. So, <laughs> so now, you know, I use that most time. But like I said, we both we got sit, we got a uh, satin pillowcases because I was just like, at least you know. I'm covered, you covered, because she got locks now too. So, mm-hmm. but you know, we ain't gonna do the bunny thing, but we got the pillowcases. Yeah. You know, that's like a, that's like a, a happy medium. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I got a question, Coach Kim. What's up? So you mean women <laughs> gotta be sexy even when y'all sleep? Yeah, sleep, your eyes closed. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you never, you never know when I might want to slide in. Oh my god! <laughs> and and. <laughs> I learned this from my mom um, because my mom, my first of all, my parents have been together since they were fifteen, and they have been married for fifty something years. I I've lost. So they've been together forever. But even so, to this day, my mom still cares about how she looks in front of my dad. Like uh-huh. only only time is out of control is when she's sick, and if she's sick and can't get up out of bed, and you know. 
she still wants somebody to come comb her hair, plait it down, or do something for her. But she got her nails done, toes done, hair did everything did. So even as when I was younger, if it was, she could be walking around the house and her moo moo hair sticking up everywhere. But when it was time for my dad to come home, oh baby, she was in that bathroom putting on her eyeliner, combing out her curls, putting on some clothes, and she was looking right by the time my daddy walked through that door. Oh, mama, God bless her. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she still does that to this day. She oh, on her pajamas unless she's sick. Otherwise, she's gonna get up, put on some clothes, comb her hair, put on a little lipstick. She she gonna look right for my daddy at all times. Mm. And your daddy do the same thing? Yeah, girl, my dad is like OCD. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> my daddy is always clean. Yeah, he clean. <laughs> he he be clean, boy. I I never. I remember one time we we popped up on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought him a bottle of wine. I think I gave him some scotch or something. This was like peak COVID. You know, they weren't getting out the house or nothing. Right. So I rung the doorbell, put the put the uh, alcohol down in the bag with a little note. And before I could get out the driveway, you know, he had came to the door. You know, we talked briefly, you know, 12 feet apart or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, me being me, I was like, I thought he looked normal. You know, he had on you know, I think he might have on a sweatshirt or something and some sweats. I don't know. He looked he looked clean to me. I mean, not going out clean, but he looked good. Yeah. And, he and, and, and the wife was like, man, that's the first time I ever seen Uncle not sharp. I said, what? <laughs> She's like, he looked normal. <laughs> hey. I said, hey, that Negro got a reputation. <laughs> yeah. And he smell nice. Yeah, if he lounging around the house, he'll if he has on a sweatshirt, I guarantee you he get on jeans and the jeans are creased. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah he don't wear sweats. <laughs> about like I'll crease my jeans uh, but I can appreciate that people still are in their clothes a person at my job said to me last week um, because I was talking now my son is 16 and the last thing that I do like my husband does the laundry I'll iron his uniforms you know whatever and she goes he actually wears iron clothes to school I was like what do you mean like I don't just take the clothes out the dryer ball them up give them to him his clothes are ironed. Like, it's school. It's just like going to work. And I think that if you don't teach them yeah. that, they think it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to wear your pajamas. Yeah. The only time I give somebody, like, as my favorite phrase goes, the only time I shoot you some bail and let you wear your pajamas out is right now. Say I was a single person by myself or my husband's at work and I got I got a cold. I might have to go pick up a prescription. I might throw my coat on and go pick up the prescription through the drive through and then I come back home. But 
Um, my biggest fear is always, oh my God, what somebody gonna see you? Accident? And I got they're gonna be like, you ain't even put your clothes on today. Yeah, like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, because I always think about like who I might run into. Now I don't know too many people here, but yeah, it used to always be my my thing. Like you never know who you might run into. So I just feel like even me, you know, so I'll just put it on her. Even me, I feel like I gotta look a certain way when I leave the house. Yeah, you know. I know I'm gonna be the David. Yeah, but I think that is something that unfortunately has been conditioned to black folk. Like we can't never let them see us slipping. Uh, yeah. You always look a certain way. You gotta always be presentable. You gotta always do this. You gotta always do that. And I'm not saying it's not a bad thing if it comes to you natural, but to to have to have that um it just don't feel like freedom. It just don't feel like freedom that you gotta always make sure you are at a certain beauty standard or at a certain uh, society standard of what is presentable when it's other races out here. They not, they, they don't live under that stigma. True. They don't, you know, I even noticed like um, Zion is, um, Zion is in mock trial. Uh, she does mock trial competitions and, you know, I'm, I'm old black Southern woman and you know, you, you, you dress your kids up, you dress your kids up, you dress, especially if they go, unfortunately she is the only African-American. So it was always, she got to look nice. She got to look nice. She got to look nice. So it was always about her looking nice. And Zion, even as she got, oh, she was like, mama, why are you so concentrated on how I I look. Yeah, I, she want to be clean. She want to be neat. But she was like, mama, these kids come in raggedy converses and <laughs> nobody is as up as I am. And I had, and she, she's, she's about to turn 17 now and I finally stopped making her dress up to go to a meeting because she wanted to be casual like her friends. And I had to realize, you know what? That's that old school blight teaching in me. So I don't. I don't, I don't think it's racist. I don't think it's racism, Isha, because I think what you're teaching her is mock trial is court. And there is a certain decorum made for court. And the thing I do see what you're saying about the other folks is those kids that do that, but when they become lawyers, they go from rolling out of bed in college on the last day to once they put them khakis on, they don't take them off. You know, but I just think it's a way well, of respecting. I'm about the meat. It's like when they go to, like they're just going to um, train. Yes, she has her court attire. So absolutely, she has to, there's a certain standard for that. But I'm talking about just being around them. If they were going on outings, if they were just training, I was always making her, Zion, you got to make sure you look like this. Zion, 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 because you're going around the folks. You're going around the folks. Da, 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 da. Okay, and, I see what you mean. I don't yeah, do because he's going around the like, folks. I just want to look like all the rest of the kids at the place. Yeah, I don't do it because he's going around the folks. Because, see, my son goes to the Lily private school. And even when they do live art, so they go to the theater <coughs> and they might, they saw rent this past fall and the sound of music. So when he goes to the theater, I would bring him home and he at least puts on khakis and a polo and, you know, some shoes or something. And then I went and saw the kids in their jeans and T-shirts, but I had to explain to him, when you go to the theater, that's not the attire for the theater. I don't care who you are. 
And so I just want him to know that certain places you go, there's just, to me, a cold, a standard for that. We go to the Eagles game, you're not going to wear your three-piece suit. We going in jerseys and sneakers and hoodies and this and that. So just the place you're going to dress appropriately for that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think it, it, like, from my perspective, it's not so – I understand what you're saying, Isha, but you, from my perspective, I don't think it's so much race as it is um, economic status. I was trying to think of another way to say it. Like uh, classism, not racism? Mm-hmm, classism versus racism, absolutely. Um, because, you know, I, I've, I've always been at predominantly white schools until I went to college. That was the first time I was ever around that many black people. <laughs> I was usually the only black kid in the class. <laughs> um, but my parents have always instilled that. So I think it's a matter of from my generation, my parents being proud of the fact that they could afford to put me in nice things and send me out into the world looking, you know, good. Whereas those that come from money, they don't care. They're used to it. It is what it is. So yeah, I'm gonna throw on these old Converse because I know if I go buy Converse, the whole factory, I could. <laughs> uh, so I think it's classism as far with me and my experience. Mm-hmm. But I do want to touch on the generational differences because like. Reese and I are in our 50s. Um, CA, you're in your 40s, right? Yeah. And Isha, what are you, 30s? 40s. 40s? Okay. So I just wondered if there was a difference based on gender. So I really do because now these girls, even maybe a little bit younger than me, these girls aren't even wearing bras no more. Okay. Oh. Nope. Yeah, they don't even, but they feel like bras are they uh, like, nope. Yeah, like they don't even feel like, they feel like that was a contraption that was made, created for women by a man, but so that we could look their beauty standard. I still wear a bra because these old orangutans going in some, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> But I'm not, you know, I'm not as free as they are. And I even, I was going to um, a chiropractor and the young man there, he was putting my TENS unit on and I was like, okay, let me move my bra for you. And he's probably in his thirties, maybe 33. He said, why you still wear that shit? Wow. Well, so underwear. He, I was like, what you mean? I said, so they can sit up. He was like, girl, let them things do what they supposed to do. You don't need to wear that. That's probably what's half hurting your back. So he went into this long day. And like I said, he was in his 30s. So it's changing the the standard that we are accustomed to. It, it's changing. And I think anytime the younger generation does something, now it's just my opinion, we always got the the older crowd that just be like, hey, you don't supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do that, you know. It sounds like get off my grass, guy. But, <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off my you <laughs> crazy kids and listening to rock and roll. But <laughs> right, right. Almost like when hip hop first came out. I feel yeah. right. Yep. I love their freedom. I do. I I appreciate it. Oh, it. oh, they free. If it's they gonna be free, thing, I like it's it. free. <laughs> but it's cool I just think there still needs to be some decorum um, and appropriateness infused in some of the things yeah I don't know it's, it's, it's very it's good scary. 
over time. It'll be real interesting to see where it goes. It's going to come back around. They're going to go back to, eventually they're going to be looking like the uh, Victorian age again. They're going to be... What's going to happen is they're going to get elevated to certain places and their status is going to dictate what they change to. Mm -hmm. When you are in high school or college, you don't really have a need for some of that. Because, I mean, I am... I am a freer mom, and I know Tony didn't go through it, but Alex did with the color of his hair. And I'm like, you in middle school or high school, who cares what color your hair is? Right. You know, because there'll be plenty of life for it to be like, oh, you're a lawyer now, there's no purple hair. So there's plenty of time for that, and I believe in letting them be free and express, but I believe in freedom and appropriateness. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So speaking of that uh, freedom and appropriateness, I'm going to use that segue to jump into who sang it best. <laughs> oh, that is perfect because them little tricks are right there. I got your man. But you said them little tricks. <laughs> so all together now, the count of three. One, two, three. Who, who sang, sang it best? It's always time for relaxation and vacation. Please contact Enjoy Life and Travel for all of your travel needs. That family trip, girls trip, guys trip, or when you just want that getaway on a solo moment. Follow me on Instagram at ELT Travel Company or my website, shaneenjackson.intellatravel.com. Can't wait to plan your next vacation. Speaks who sang it best is I'll Take Your Man. The original is by the incomparable Salt and Pepper. And the remake was by, for those that didn't know, yes, this was a remake, The City Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me, it was not really, I didn't consider that a remake, Kim. I really considered, like, that's a sample. Like, they just sampled that beat a little bit. That, to me, it was a totally different song. Okay. Um, And for me, I, I had to give it to The City Girls. Um, uh, It just, I like the ratchet music. Um, I like the Southern sound. Um, I love Southern rap. And it just, I felt like um, Salt and Pepper were a little, it was the 80s. So yeah, they were breaking through for females, but they couldn't really, really, really be as nasty as the boys. It's 2023, we can be just as nasty as Too Short. And I think City Girls brought it. Like, I loved it. So I, I give respect to Salt and Pepper because it wasn't, their their song was great too, but uh-huh. City Girls got my vote. Okay, okay. And I love that breakdown. She had a thorough explanation. Thorough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she was actually familiar with this song for real, y'all. Oh, uh, that's the first. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll go next. Um, so for me, uh, just so I can go ahead and make the, a little bit of division here, you know, I got to go with Salt and Pepper one because I'm from that era. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and I just feel like I'm I'm still old school to the point where, uh, well, y'all already know I don't cuss. I'm supposed to be in CA school for cussing, and I'm failing. So I just can't get with all of the profanity and I just don't feel it's necessary to have all the 
nasty descriptiveness like they do in WAP and, and all these other songs that are out here. I'm for the, the female empowerment. Do your things, girl. I ain't mad at you. Um, but for me, I need songs that I can listen to in front of a kindergartner just like I can in front of my parents. And I can't listen to no city girls in front of my parents. <laughs> <laughs> So Salt and Pepper said, I'll take your man, plain, simple, easy enough in a rated G version and, and, and get their point across. City Girl said the same thing, uh, but but they really added some some spice to it that I wasn't ready for. So that was Salt, Pepper, and Hot Sauce over there. What? <laughs> I'll stick with Salt and Pepper on this one. Right, right. That was a habanero pepper. Yeah. Ghost pepper. Ghost pepper. <laughs> All right, who got next? Um, I go. Um, I went with Salt and Pepper. I guess because maybe I'm biased. You know, I'm 47. That's my era. Um, not saying the city girls don't do what they do because uh, they they bring the heat too. But I just, I mean, I don't have no uh, diabolical breakdown like Auntie had. But I prefer <laughs> Salt and Pepper. Good deal. All right, so right now we got two for Salt and Pepper and one for City Girls. All right, Reese. Come on, Reese. I believe in you. What, Isha? I can't with you this time. I can't. I can get with Garth Brooks, but I can't get with the City Girls. So, I feel like it was just free and inappropriate. Yeah. felt like when Salt and Pepper did it, it was more of a, a power play, right? Um, what'd she say? I'll take your man. I can't even rap today. But um, so she's saying, um, I could do it. Like he's checking me out. And if I want him at any given time, I can make him mine. Boom, boom, boom. The city girls didn't take that empowered route. She was talking about all the freak shit she was going to do. And if that's the case, he can go sleep with a hooker tonight. Yeah, and that's not really taking her man. That's just um letting him in you for a few minutes, and then he going right back to her. Yeah, I'm throwing it out there for here. I'm laying it all out for you in the gift, and I'm like, yo, that was just it's the opposite of what freedom and power and empowerment in relationship is to me. So I'm gonna give my vote to Salt and Pepper because it was killer and classy. So it's more like I'll fuck your man instead of take your man. Exactly. Yeah. If that's what you want. Go ahead. You can have him for that. You know. Okay. Well, that was our very first 2023. Who sang it best? Song Pepper versus Oh, you know, hey, there's a time and a place for both of these songs. And <laughs> and we appreciate both versions because if that's what it takes to get the new generation to track back and find out where the original came from and go to the OG salt and pepper then we'll take it. For sure. And Reese, I'm not Reese Isha. Now we know the inner you. Yes. <laughs> Is Isha gone again? Y'all ran Isha away. <laughs> well, probably will put on a salt pepper jack. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Salt and Pepper's back and we came to our rap you, so get out my face before I smack you. Hold on, don't you know? Can't you understand? If you mess with me, I'll take your man. Why should you yoni scene? <laughs> oh, honey, because neglect is not an option. 
Come on down to Pink Orchid Jacksonville and let us get your yoni right. 904-323-2155. And we have a lot coming up this year. Starting with Isha, you have something coming up this month at Magical Keys. Is that correct? That is correct. We're going to do another um, dancing and moon manifestation um, dance party on January the 21st under the new moon. And then after we dance and get our vibrations all up, we're going to go out there and set our intentions and um, release them under the new moon. It was so much fun last night. Uh, CA, you have any events coming up? Uh, you know, got the Valentine's Day coming up. You know, I, I still hate I missed the, the kinkmas. I, I went back and listened to the episode. I'm like, they, they, they was getting it in. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> hate I missed that. But, uh, other than that, man, you know, just trying to knock this book out and uh, get the particulars down so I can get it, you know, printed up and out to the world. And, you know, that's the first thing on the agenda for the for the first part of the year anyway. Love it. So that means book number two. Is it still a little black book, volume two? Uh so it's a working title, but I'm leaning toward memoirs of a poet. Ooh. All right. Okay. That's gonna be good. Reese, you have anything you want the listeners need to support for you? Oh, I'm just number one on the pre-order list for CA's second book. My nigga. That's, that's all I got going on right now. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, because I need to order a couple because every time I was reading my book at the hair salon, they were like, ooh, can I get one of those? I was like, no. <laughs> you know, you get it online. There are no more printed copies. And the girl literally tried to take the book out of my hand. So I am the first person on pre order. No, my sister, you got to get your own. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite commercials. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, I want to take this uh, chance to remind our listeners that next week, uh, the 15th, we will be doing a live broadcast. Yes, we're bringing that back. Oh, and thank you. Thank you to everyone that came out to support us at our live broadcast event at Lawrence Blues and Jazz. We had a blast. We did. Um, And our sound engineer is working on, well, he's not working on, he actually has it to where the next one, there will be speakers so that you can actually hear us if you're in the crowd and not just at our table. Uh, That was the only complaint that we had. Everybody had a great time. We danced, we drank, we ate, we left. We were missing you, Reese. We did give you a shout out. Yes, I gave you a shout out, Reese. She sure did. Well, so where are you guys on Sunday? We are at um, Puff Mistress Mentionables, the confidence coach that was on our show a few episodes ago, Mm -hmm. uh, the lingerie shop owner, boutique owner. Uh, So we will be at her grand open. Actually, it's a secret opening just for us because she is appointment only. But for all of the CAD fans and anyone that happens to come by that evening, she will let you into the shop and we're doing a toy demonstration. So that's so that is that I might might get inspired to write some exactly. (laughs) We we have the CA freestyle corner. Maybe you could just write something right there, right there. Let me just 
let me just throw this out here that the CAD podcast is on a mission to cure in orgasmia. God damn it. God damn it. That's why you coach him. See? Ding, 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 ding. That's it. Goddamn daily double in this bitch. Daily double. That's what I'm talking about. So come on out to Puff Mistress Mentionables, located at 25 North Market Street. Again, that would be on January the 15th, starting at 6 p.m. Uh, doors will open at 5, I do believe. So you can come on in, get your shop on. And Pink Orchid Jacks, which is in the same building up two floors up, will be having a special. If you present a receipt from Puff Mistress, you can get a Yoni Steam for $25 that night. So Got a lot going on. A lot going on. Yep. Um, any other words for anybody? Uh, Ishi, did you get a chance to do the collective reading? I have, and I will send that to you um, for this week. Awesome. Anything else, anybody? That's it, man. It's nice hearing y'all voice again. I know. I missed y'all. As Thank you can you. tell from all the emails and texts. <laughs> But can you tell Kim Mercury retrograde only affected me tonight? What's up with that? Like, yeah, you know, it was like that last time, Isha. The our last time we were on the phone together, it only affected you. That's messed up. Me and the moon got the talk. Yeah. <laughs> What's that mean, Isha? <laughs> Take that bonnet off. Is <laughs> in retrograde, and a lot of times that um, it. It disables communications in some form of fashion, especially with technology. Um, other people would just say cable went out, but <laughs> but really? following the stars in the spirit world, uh, Mercury yeah. astrology, uh, Mercury and retrograde sense certain energy patterns that disrupt technological communications. Yes, Mercury oh. is the planet of communication. So when it's in retro, expect the worst. I just gave it up to I'm a child of the moon. So since it's new, it was being good to me. I love that. It's that good cancer energy. It is. It is. Yes. Um, All right. Well, Night Shifters, thank you for joining us again. Of course, we appreciate it. Thursdays, the NPN Network. Check out our IG page so you'll know where to tune and when to tune in. Um, And check out our TikTok page. We only have like I'm embarrassed to say, but we only got like 12 followers. <laughs> I don't know I don't do no TikTok, but I'm going I'm, to I'm get some people. I... But at the same time, I'm not. I know the support is there because our live broadcast was such a hit. and oh, I, I can't that... wait to do one of those. I can't wait. I know. We can't wait either for you to be there. Mm-hmm. This group is, you know, um, people over the age of 40 who don't really, you know, do social media. So the numbers don't discourage me as much on social media. As long as those numbers on the podcast listening keep climbing, that's what it's all about. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, and keep listening. And until next week, Night Shifters, somebody give me a word. Bye. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. See you guys. Thank you for listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim. If you're an artist and want your music played on my podcast, send me a text at 904-323-2155. My email address is coachkim at coachkim.net. If you'd like to reach out to me on social media, it's at coachkim for life. Thank you. 
Hope to hear from you soon. And once again, thanks for listening.